Welcome to Gamers Cafe, guys, where I bring you everything that's going on in the PC industry and all of the PC industry because I am one person and I cannot keep up with everything that goes on in gaming. But I'm your host, Brett Dicer, and let's get on with it. All right, if you've been wanting to jump into Rainbow Six Siege but haven't really wanted to spend the money to do it, well, right now, it is now live. I just checked on Steam. You can get the starter edition for $15, but only on Steam. So you have to go to Steam to actually do it. Now, you'll get all the maps and, and all the weapons and everything else that's included in the standard edition. However, this is the but part about it, because buts sometimes are awesome and not. Uh, they are only going to give you two operators to be unlocked. Now you got about five in the standard, you pay more addition and you can unlock them a lot easier, but this time to unlock them is about 12,500 of the credits, which is quite a bit. And I'm not really fond of the high credit limit that they are always doing. They do it in the new ones now. If you don't have the DLC, then it costs a whole bunch of money to unlock well, not well, credits, in-game credits, I should say, to unlock the new ones. So they are adding this to uh, the starter edition. So there are pros and cons to it. Yeah, it's cheaper price, but you don't get as many operators. It's going to take you a little longer to unlock all the operators, which makes you at a huge disadvantage to everybody else, which is weird because this is actually a very competitive game, and to have such a limiting factor of operators especially in this type of game, is not very good. Uh, so I don't know if I can really recommend this. I am always against developers and publishers, mainly publishers, doing these types of tactics. Battleborn does it with a new character where it takes a lot of credits to unlock it unless you get the season pass. And so they're still doing it with this one. So like I said before, I'm not really in favor of this, but it really is no other option to actually do it. So... You're going to have to deal with it. If you want to play it and you want to play a reduced price, you can get it out now for $15, which is not a bad price. It's just that there are terms and conditions that apply to it. All right. Titanfall 2. Apparently, we'll get, are gonna, it's going to come out three weeks before or maybe after Battlefield 1. Uh, this has been noted before by the other top brass at EA that they said that, yes, there could be competition between them because... People want different things, which is right in a way, but having too many first-person shooters coming out all in a span of a month or so can be a lot. Happened actually this last month with Battleborn, Overwatch, and Doom all coming out in the same month. And they're all mostly quite different still. It's just a lot of first-person shooters, and this is happening again with this one. Now, I didn't mind the first uh, Titanfall. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't think it was terribly it wasn't it wasn't bad just say that it was actually fun i wish there was a single actual single player campaign but there wasn't the problem was that since there wasn't and after all the players leave you really can't play the game anymore plus with the fragmentation of the season passes and only the maps being locked to season pass holders and new ones it kind of fragmented the player base even more where it kind of just they basically killed their own game which is never a good thing. So they are going to get rid of that. There still is going to be a season pass because there always has to be one, apparently now. But all the maps are going to be unlocked and everybody else is going to get them. So they will 
not have the same issue of, well, fragmentation that usually happens when developers think that they can charge a lot of money for, well, maps and a few other things and think, look, we made all this. You should buy it because reasons. Yay, but Titanfall 2 does look good. I, Like I said, I don't mind the futuristic one, but I didn't play all of the Call of Duty futuristic games, so I'm not against all the futuristic modes because I haven't played all of them. <laughs> like a lot of people have if you've played Call of Duty, and that is your fault because you should stay far, far away from Call of Duty for a while until they can, you know, figure it out. All right, right, I'm going to do a... Overwatch bonanza of news. First off, it's really difficult for cheaters to cheat on Overwatch. Yes, apparently through some hacker uh, forums, they've complained that once you cheat and then once you, you'll get banned because that is their rule. If we find you cheating, we will ban you. No questions asked. No rethinking it. You are just banned. But if you buy it, try to to redo it without cheating, you're still banned. If you buy it, try to do a VPN and anonymize your IP, apparently you're still banned. So let this be a lesson to you, cheaters. Don't cheat on Overwatch or you will be banned. And it will be a really hard time to get the game again. Or you could get the game again, waste another 60 bucks, still be banned, and, well, not play Overwatch. Which is fun, by the way, because I gave it a really good review. And if you want to... Watch the review. It's over on uh, Digital Coffee Podcast YouTube. You should go watch it. All right. Blizzard has confirmed once again that competitive mode will be back this month. They kind of, uh, they they aired on the, whoops, we said the wrong month. But it's going to be this month. They said July, but they're like, oops, nope, it's this month. It's June. So it's going to be back in June. So competitive mode will be coming quite, quite soon. So... Be on the lookout for it and make sure that you are really good at Overwatch right now or it will be a really hard time for you. But yes, competitive mode is coming. I actually may step into it and see how terrible and or good I actually am about it. And finally, Overwatch has massed around 7 million players already, which is closely going to what was the open beta, which was 9.7 million players. There apparently has been 119 million hours of games being played since May of 2014. I have been a lot of those as well. I haven't played it a while because, well, A, I'm trying to play Witcher 3 and review that one. And Hitman Episode 3 as well because they both came out the same day and that was stupid. I'm just saying. I was like, dude, seriously, month of May, can you please stop with the gaming releases? Are you serious right now? I'm so glad June is light on gaming releases and, well, it's July so we can catch up on everything else that's been going on. So I will not be reviewing uh, Mirror's Edge only because I just need a break from it. I need a break from the extreme gamingness that I've played this past month and catch up with, you know, making my own reviews for him as well. But, yes, it has... It has a lot of players. Back to what I was actually really talking about. It has a lot of players. It is a really fun game. I do highly recommend it. It is great value in a way just because of the competitive and just like the itch that it gives you. The only problems I have with it, and this is because it's new, is that limited modes, you can't, there's no real, there's no dedicated servers. You can't pick a server that you want to play in. And 
as I said, limited modes, there really is only two modes because one is kind of a rehash of the other one. Because one is capture objective, but it's two attack attacking teams going after one objective in the middle. And the other one is one defends against two objectives, one's unlocked, they go to the nether one, and then the attacking one goes after the objective. So to be honest with you, it's kind of just only two modes. I really wish for more. Even a Moab-like uh, mode would actually be interesting in this game. I don't think they'll actually do that, but it would actually be kind of interesting to actually see if they could actually pull it off, since they already do a Moab uh, game called Heroes of the Storm. So why not? Why not try it? Got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. And finally, finally, there may actually be a couple nerfs coming for characters. Now, it didn't actually it didn't actually say the ones that people were complaining about the most, which is usually Bastion. And I've been a little bit of the complaints, but then I figured out how to actually beat him, which is actually not hard. If you have a good team, it's pretty easy to beat him because people are just going to stand in one spot and it's kind of dumb. Uh, but no, it's actually McCree is what they're looking at to do it because, and their reasoning is, is because they shouldn't be able to kill a tank as easily and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. And so I kind of, eh, I'm kind of a little bit in agreement, but McCree has never been the one that I was like, man, that needs a nerf, man. So, because you can still quite easily kill McCree as a tank, especially as a uh, Roadhog, you can quite, you can kill him quite easily. Uh, Winston, a little bit harder, but he's... But he's more of an agile tank hero anyways. Uh, but yeah, I, they're, they're looking at that in DVA as well as they're looking for that one to change a little bit because uh, people have been wanting to the Blizzard to up it, the, the damage, but they're like, no, we're looking for other ways of doing it. Maybe boost the defense a little bit, maybe boost um, the boosting, you know, the little flying that they get a little bit. But beyond that, they aren't really going to be looking for it. Maybe boosting the health a little bit. Beyond that, they said they aren't going to be boosting the damage, which is fine because I don't think she should be completely overpowered. I think she's fine for the most part the way she is, but like I said, it all depends. I don't play her as much. I play her a little bit. It's probably one of the more difficult ones that I think to play with beyond uh, Mercy or uh, Sumatra. No, Symmetra. Sorry, Sumatra is coffee. Haha, <laughs> digital coffee. Uh, but Symmetra is a little bit difficult to play. But yeah, uh, they're looking to do that. So be on the lookout for, well, for some little bit of nurse coming from a couple different ones that are not Bastion. I know everybody's looking for Bastion to be nerfed, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to keep it as it is and maybe have other characters evolve where it will actually, Bastion will be as a big big of a problem as it is now secondly why people are so upset about bashing because it's a new game and it feels like it's a very cheap character but actually after you figure it out a little bit it's not as cheap it's just more of an annoyance eventually and then you can just be like hey it's easy to kill unless people get smart and figure out how to you know, play bastion well except for just standing in one spot and using your galligan turn anyways moving on there are a couple of Division updates. One is they're looking to make a movie out of Division. So yay, because Assassin's Creed's going to be making a movie in December. We'll see if that actually transpires. I've always been leery about video game adaptions into movies because they never have been good. Ever. At all. Not once. Uh, Prince of Persia was getting there. Wasn't as good. 
Max Payne was horrible, and anything that Uwe Boll has made has been awful. So we don't really have a very good track record of, I don't know, let's see, um, you know, good video game movies. It is reported that Jake Gyllenhaal, who, by the way, was the star of Prince of Persia, might be playing in Division 1. So it should be interesting to see who's actually going to be playing it, if actually come out, and, well, if it actually will be good. Probably won't. More than likely, division servers came down today to well fix things that they probably should have fixed. I have, for one, have had numerous problems with playing division now, it doesn't play well. I've probably crashed more times than I actually played the game, and it's become so frustratingly annoying that I was trying to review the update that I just gave up because. I kept on crashing randomly for some weird reason. I don't know why I was crashing. It doesn't really give it to me, but all of a sudden crash, crash. And it would be like, I'm running a little bit of a jitter. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to be crashing because I figured out after that it's going to be crashing. So yes, um, they're updating it. Now, most people have been happy with it. Once again, the, the characters vanishing has been a problem. Even though there's a lot of great new things that came out with it, I've, like I said, I've had too many massive problems with it where it doesn't really make me want to come back to the game because I've had so many problems with it. If it crashes more than two times, or even more than once in about two hour gameplay, there's a problem. Now it crashed like in three hours, five times. I had to boot it up several different times. I didn't really want to go through the INN file and all that other stuff to figure out what was going on, but apparently there's something going on with the division that they have not fixed. And the, the other problem is, is that every update they've done has made the game worse off and hasn't actually fixed any of the problems they keep on saying they're fixed. So they fix it and they fix it again and then they do a new update, everything's broken, fix again. And so it's becoming one of those things where it's like you have to wait for the new update to be updated again so they can fix whatever they've done. It just becomes annoying. Uh, the constant complaint about hackers and exploiters are always a problem with it. So it became a game that was awesome, interesting, everybody wanted to play to a game that nobody really wants to play. Everybody's frustrated about it. Well, there may be some people. Now, if you're enjoying it, you don't have the problems that I'm having it. I'm having good for you. I'm glad that you enjoy this game. It's it can be a great game when it actually runs and works, but I've not had that luck. It's been terrible. All right, apparently uh, EA and Maxis had to make a, you know, media release or press release about how Sim 4 has no gender boundaries. So yay for social justice and accomplishing nothing. Because why does this matter? I don't know. The only reason why I'm talking about this is because this is complete and utter madness. A, there's no such thing as transgender. Actually, there is no such thing. Yeah, uh, I'm right. There's no such thing as transgender. I don't understand why they keep on saying this. It was used to be called transvestite and other things. And transvestite, no, I said transvestite, but all the all the other words. And then they turned it into a gender. And I'm like, that's that's not a gender. It's It's a biology thing. Male or female. That's it. That's all science gives us. Stop saying there's pan or whatever else you can think of from Tumblr because there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. 
So why not confuse people even more with saying, oh, well, you can do whatever you want. Change your gender if you want. Yay! For political correctness and stupidity. Because I'm firmly against all those other people that think they know what they're talking about and usually don't. Because they usually hate facts, science, logic, anything else that uses their brain is turned off. They, they, they turned it off. They went, er, er. And so... If you're happy for this, congratulations. Well, luckily I never played this game because it's actually boring. I think I played the f two and three, and then after the third one, I was like, this is so boring. Why am I controlling someone's life when I have to do it myself? I don't want to do this again. Uh, so yeah, I decided to stop playing it. No, I will never play these games again. Not because I'm trying to make a political statement, just because it's not fun to me, but this is just dumb. Who cares? Seriously, if you're that hurt about a game having binary gender then hate life and science and biology because that's what it's doing to you ah i'm so sick of it sick of it all right moving on to better news because seriously the 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 sim 4 thing is not that great of news valve has announced they've sold a half a million of steam controllers that's right it sold 500 thousand steam controllers that's pretty good for the first time of selling a controller for only pc usually really uh it's a great controller i like the controller they're updating it all the time i uh, just hope that more developers can use it and utilize it but it's really a great controller for pc centric people and great if a game really requires more of a controller than a keyboard because sometimes let's be honest not all games are great on keyboards uh, some adventure games are better for controllers, racing games, flying sim flight sim games, those types of things are better. Now, I will contend that first-person shooters are way better on uh, keyboard and mouse, but that's my thing. I am terrible with a controller and trying to shoot. I ju I, it just doesn't work with me. But yes, it's great to see that. So one great game that sh you can actually play with it is Rocket League, and Rocket League is a great game because it is a great game. It's really fun. You should really play it. Uh, but yeah, that's one of them, as well as other ones that I could probably talk about. Hopefully, maybe whenever No Man's Skies comes out, they'll actually, you know, put support with it as well, because that'd be great support for it, too. Speaking of that, now, they actually did confirm that No Man's Skies is going to be coming out in August, the beginning of August. This is because to, and I say to uh, make sure that it's working well, little to no bugs are there, or they fix as much as they could, you know, kind of the polished thing. Well, once they announced that, people were, well, upset, a little sad about it, and apparently some took to themselves to, you know, make death threats to the developer. Now, seriously, people, I, th I think the game's awesome. I really want to play it. But death threats? Are you, are you serious? You do realize that if you do a death threat and then actually do kill them they won't make the game because you killed them so your death threats will not make this happen any better it will not work so please think about what you're saying before you say it because death threats are the dumbest thing i've ever heard of it's a game yes we all want to play it oh well get over it you have to wait it happens not everything you get is on time that's part of life you don't get everything so deal with it Stop doing this thing. If you're trolling, fine, whatever, but do a better trolling job, seriously. Yes, they actually got that, and it's sad that people actually did that. All right, Patriot has announced two new uh, 
SSDs, one's more budget friendly and one's, well, pretty lightning fast and pretty hardcore and I would get that if I actually had the money. But yes, they have an Ignite SSD which two terabytes of space, which is awesome. Uh, this is part of the status, six gig, uh, six gigs per second SSD, uh, which prior was topped out at 960, so they've added quite a bit of memory. Uh, this is for super fast transfer write speeds as well, so it's great for gaming and anything else, and plus really large storage, which is also another great thing. Now, it's not going to be cheap. They haven't said the prices yet, but the 960 version that's out now is about 310 to 315 so it's quite expensive for it, so expect it to be around that price or a little bit more. Now, they do have a budget-friendly one if you can't actually fork over that type of money, which is totally understandable. They have a one that is, well, it's going to be 512 gigabytes, which is more than mine, because right now I have a 480 gig, which is Intel, but mine also has a really great uh, uh, warranty, five-year warranty, which is actually really good. Uh, but yeah, it's it's gonna be more budget-friendly. It's going to be speeds are up to 555 megabytes per second to 500 megabytes per second per second depending on what you're you know writing on uh, For this it's going to be well, it's gonna be around 100 bucks for it So it's actually not a bad price for it now SSDs are great uh, They're super fast if you don't really know what SSDs are think about what your memory card or a flash drive is It's all what it is. There's no moving parts. So it boots up really quickly it writes really quickly usually uh, and that stuff uh, the problem is is that if you can only write so much before it actually fails uh, now, mechanical ones are the ones that have been used for a while. There's one with a spinning disc, and eventually they will fail as well. But usually they take a while to actually, you know, completely fail on you. Usually like 10 years, depending on what you get, though. Because there is stats out there that depending on who you actually get can determine how much how, your likelihood of a failure rate, which is usually bad because you used to hear, hearing the clicking sound, and then it's really annoying and won't write anymore. But, and, yeah. Stop. All right. Have you been wanting some free games or you just have no money to buy new games? Well, Origin now has Nox, which was created by Westwood Studios, which created Command Conquer, but decided to make an action RPG game. It actually was really fun in 2000 for free. Yes, you can download for free right now. Nox. It's a fun game. You can choose between three different uh, types from Mage, Archer, and Warrior, and then you can go and have fun with it this came about around the time when Diablo 1 and 2 were really popular and it was also a really fun and popular game as well. So if you're kind of missing the old school gaming, this is it. Download Origin, download the free game. Also, they're having a Battlefield Hardline uh, DLC for free as well that you can pick up. So pick up that too. I mean, free games? Why not? Hello? Seriously, get on it. All right, X. Lionhead developers, since Lionhead is no more, is actually going to be creating a free-to-play Fable card game. Yes, uh, it is called Fable Fortune, and it looks like it, they need help with it with a Kickstarter. Now, it looks very similar to Hearthstone, so if you really want a new Fable game, then go ahead, go over and kickstart it. Help them kickstart it if you want to. I... I played Hearthstone. It's 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 not bad. It's all right, but I just had no interest in it whatsoever, what whatsoever. So I decided to not really play it that much. But it's a fun game. 
Uh, I don't know about this one because it's not really out yet, but they just need help doing it. Luckily, Microsoft has granted them to actually create this game or still produce this game because they own the rights to it. Unfortunately, they decided to get rid of Lionhead Studios, which I think is a bad idea. And they're the ones that kind of made them fail because they're the ones that said, oh, we need a Fable free-to-play game and decided that that was the best idea. So it's still your fault, Microsoft, for basically making them make a free-to-play game and then saying, oh, this isn't working, so we're just going to get rid of it. Good job, buddy. Yeah, good job. Whoever decided that is dumb. All right, looks like Dead Island 2 has disappeared from the Steam uh, list, so you cannot find it anymore. However, uh, Deep Silver has said that, well, they are still making it. It's still being developed by Sumo Digital, and that new details will be coming up soon. So be prepared for an announcement at E3 on this, hopefully. Maybe we'll get an also announcement on Prey 2, because it's been rumored that there is going to be an announcement about it too. But if you are wanting to get your zombie killing fix and you've been waiting for Dead Island 2, well, you have to wait a little bit longer because there is really no announcement and having it removed from usually a Steam catalog is never a really good sign because it usually means they're gonna cancel it, but it may actually not happen. They may actually be doing something new to it. We don't really know, but something is, something is afoot, as Sherlock Holmes would say. All right. Here's a funny little thing. You know why Battlefield 1 may have not been made? Well, it's because the younger audience may have not known what World War 1 was. Yes, the reason and the concerns from the higher-ups at EA decided that, well, we don't really know if they will know what World War 1 is, when it was actually fought, and if trench warfare would actually be fun. Which is all valid concerns because... I'm pretty sure most people don't know about World War II, even though the History Channel does so many different things about it. So I don't know what it is. Vietnam War, Korean War, uh, the Korean War, all those wars that most of my generation probably goes, huh? What? Yes, World War I was fought in the early 1900s, about 1914, 1916, and we didn't get, and America didn't get into the war until later on, much later on, actually. Wait about two years to get into it. It was a very costly and deadly war and saw both sides decimated, where eventually Germany would, or Prussia, I think it eventually would fall over to Germany, but Prussia, as it was called, was sending children and old men to actually fight because they had no one left to actually fight. Uh, there was many different reasons why. It was mostly because of the assassination effort of Austrian uh leader which kind of led to all this and led to many different and many different countries having to go to war because they sent a line it was very is very mixed up but yes mostly the same characters that kind of started world war one helped start world war two germany is the main crux of this anyways uh with that being said i'm glad they actually made it because maybe this will actually make people want to you know learn about history and learn about our stupid mistakes and our great heroism as well in between those stupid mistakes. So I'm happy they still made it. I'm happy that DICE convinced them to make it because it's a great idea to do it. I'm all in favor of War One and other era first-person shooters because they actually need to be made. Vietnam story needs to be told. Korean War, which nobody has done yet, and I'm still waiting for it, needs to be told as well. But yes, the reason why, because I'm not even sure if people knew what War One was. The Great War, as they used to call it, and then World War Two happened, and then I was always baffled when I said well, apparently the Great War caused another Great War 
All right, moving on. It looks like uh, GTA Online will not be supported forever, which is not surprising. Yes. It's not saying it won't be supported. Uh, it will stop now, but it says it won't be supported forever, which is common in the gaming industry. Eventually, after... Let's say about four years, no, it, it doesn't really get updates anymore unless you're Blizzard that decided to update, well, Diablo and other ones because of different reasons. But usually developers move on to their new games because that's how they make their money. Now, it's not saying that they aren't updating it now because they are going to be coming out with a new DLC or action pack or new content or whatever they're going to be calling it coming June 7th, so yes, they're still updating it right now, but eventually they're not going to be updating it at all, which is common. Like, if you are going, oh, how dare they, then you really don't understand the gaming industry. Maybe you should listen to this podcast more. And thank you for listening, by the way. All right, let's do the gaming deals, because the gaming deals need to happen. All right, Steam's got a couple of them. The Scapist is 66% off this weekend. Uh, City Skyline, which is a really great game if you're looking for a sim-type game that's actually good, is 66% off as well, so it's around 10 bucks. Also, uh, Steam Controller and Steam Link is 30% off at $35 instead of $50. For GOG, you have the GOG Connect, which allows you to connect your Steam games to your GOG account, but I also have a promo for it, which is uh, Saints Row the Third, System Shock 2, which is a great one, the Thrine series, uh, Sins of the Solar Empire, Rebellion Ultimate Edition, Chaos Reborn, uh, Unreal Tournament 2004 Edition, which is actually a really great game, and a lot of other really great games on sale, especially Surgeon Simulator 2013, which is actually really fun. I might consider getting that myself. And for Green Man Gaming, because Green Man Gaming is also a great site to check out, Sid Meier's Pirates is $1.75. Awesome. Uh, Sid Meier's Colonization Civilization Pack is $1.75 as well. And there's a few other ones that aren't really as known, but those are the two more more well-known ones. But yes, they have a sale as well, so check them out. It'll be fun. Now, I am going through Coach 3 Blood and Wine and Hitman uh, Episode 3. Not doing very well with Hitman Episode 3. Apparently, I keep on failing and not doing a very good job, but with... Witcher 3, it's actually pretty good. I'll hopefully be able to have a video review up maybe after this weekend once I get it all through. But yes, I should be getting close to it or hammering my way through it. It's a very fun game. Very beautiful, as always. Very intriguing. Interesting. It's just as big as Velen, which is one of the main maps in the base game. Plus, the other great thing with the new update is that they completely changed the game. It almost looks like a new game, almost, because of the menu system and everything else. So I'm really excited to keep on playing it and see what else is going to happen with it. But yes, I'm liking it so far, even though I found a few funny bugs with it. Uh, Hitman, eh, not so much, but it's still a fun game. And I'll hopefully get through that as well this weekend. Maybe put some reviews up. All right, that is Gamers Cafe for today. I'm glad that you checked it out. And if you want to follow Digital Coffee, follow it on Twitter, DigitalCO77EE, Facebook Digital Coffee Podcast, Google Plus Digital Coffee Podcast, YouTube Digital Coffee Podcast, VineDigital.coffee, and Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast. If you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon at Digital Coffee. All right, guys, have a great weekend and keep on gaming. Later. <laughs>